1: Vodafone is now Ireland's largest fibre broadband provider We've got fibre broadband here in Dublin Here in Clifton And now here We could soon be powering this podcast you're about to listen to So you can wonder on your computer From the comfort of your own sofa Curiosity is everywhere on Vodafone Ireland's largest fibre broadband provider From 30 euro per month Search Vodafone Gigabit Broadband Terms apply. Subject to availability and selected areas. Average speeds based on Comrade Market Share data Q1 2020. New customers only. Subject to 12-month contract. Offer ends 22nd of November 2020. See Vodafone.ie forward slash fixed terms for full terms.
0: Hello and welcome to the Open Goal podcast. Keeping the ball on the ground in association with our friends at William Hill. Our very own Simon Ferries with us Simon, good morning How you doing mate, alright? Good, you're looking fantastic I like that wee black number you've got on That's nice isn't it that is, I it's I fresh It is, it's very nice weekend it. I like that, you're looking well And we've got them back by popular Demand The dynamic duo have joined us I know everybody listening just now It's hoping for Frank McIverie and Derek Ferguson But it's not They're strictly for the Thursday Coop Show We've got <laughs> Hod it and Doddit, The dynamic duo Kevin Kyle and Paul Slane Round of applause <laughs>
3: Yes! we yes.
0: actually <laughs> moved into a flat together. Like men behaving badly. <laughs> Walter Mitter and Jack Levin for our, our older listeners. Right, great show. We've got 45, 50 minutes lined up. Slaney, you in good form?
4: Well, I, I'm going to say we've only got 45 minutes. I listened back to the last podcast and I was fuming with myself, embarrassed with myself <laughs> in my performance. I let Kevin Kyle... Take over the show, and it's it certainly had a dent in my ego. It will not happen today. I am back with a bang, and my God, I've got a lot to say. Great to see you, Big Great
2: to see you, Slaney. Every time your 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 wee interview comes on on the the Facebook about the the million Mars bars, I just I don't think I can look at a Mars bar the same again. <laughs> yep, upset a lot of Clyde supporters. You can well,
4: see, can the you see be, their
3: point of view.
2: Was that
3: a bad time, innit?
4: Listen, I must say, at, at the time, my head was the other place. Um, but to be perfectly honest with you, to the Clyde fans that said that, their kids should be checked for actually going up to that game and watching <laughs> it. So, there we go. Enjoy yourself.
3: By the way, can I just say as well, he, uh, I've had a few voice notes off Slaney as well, and he says if you speak any longer than a minute, you're getting it.
2: Right, okay.
3: So, big, no so, e- hospital stories. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Well, well, no,
2: Honestly, with the, with the greatest respect,
0: i am not giving the monkey's about your appendicitis. Right, let's move on. <laughs> Neil, Hennin, Neil Lennon and Hibbs, it's the story of the week. Big story broke on Friday night Neil Lennon suspended by Hibs uh, pending an investigation uh, that's been carried out by the club it's a legal matter now um, touching on it Sai, what do you make of the situation you've played under Neil who's your manager um, at Celtic what
3: do you think Sir, get on reading between the lines um, He's probably slaughtered quite a lot of boys I would imagine um, even when he was my reserve manager at 19 year old uh Games that really didn't mean anything, you know, reserve games, it's all about development, but they were like World Cup finals to Lenny, and he had such high demands. Even in training, if it wasn't good enough, it'd be stopped and you'd be told. Um, obviously, the players can't take it. Uh, I don't know why, because at 19, we all took it. Um, because when he when he goes through you, he's doing it because he cares. He's not doing it to make you a worse player. He's doing it because he wants you to get better, and he, he sees me and you, what you're showing. Uh, and then on the flip side, when he gives you praise, as Selene pointed mm-hmm. out before it, it means something, because you know that you've done something good that Lenny likes, and... Um, He's got really high standards And it's probably too high a standards For, for, uh, for those boys at home I would imagine What do you think about Sleary?
4: Well I'm absolutely gutted I, I think he's just He's a born leader A, a, a total born leader um, And as Sai said he is, He's hard But that's the guys That when he praises you You feel unbelievable I have never met a man With a bigger presence And aura um, He's just unbelievable For, for the <laughs> Scottish game <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, well, I, I, tell I, a story about when you had no, the corners for the first day. No, no, I'll tell a one. quickly about the pie stall and the pie story was, um we're at a Europa League game, right? Europa League game, and I was in the squad. So on the first day, we're in the hotel, and the boys are saying, it's "For Celtic." This is for Celtic, aye. So oh. the boys <clears throat> are saying, "Slaney, you're going to be starting today, in the day? Every night." And I'm like, "I don't expect that." Who
0: are you playing? Can you remember?
4: No, I but I Sammy was struggling, so so Sammy was. Right. Has, this was you said, Sammy's struggling. Who's Sammy? So I looked to and Sammy's holding the hammy. Like, it's really sore. So i have like, okay. so no air or day, right? I'm feeling really sick, no other place because I think I'm gonna be playing. I'm shaking myself to be honest. So nervous. So we get to the we st- we're on the coaching you know, and all the boys are But the boys are walking up and patting me in the back you know, and all that saying come on, good luck tonight. So I'm shaking. <laughs> so we get to the stadium, Mark, and, and I sit down his name's the the starting eleven, I'm not in it. He names the, the subs. I'm not fucking in it, <laughs> so I'm scunnered. But the story is, I'm that hungry. i I've not it all day because I was that nervous that I was going to be playing. So I was that uh, that hungry. I run up to the players' lounge, and all the players' wives are there, and a few of the other players are there. So I eat a pie, a full pie, right? That's for the pair. That's for the uh, the, the families not to enjoy themselves. So I eat a pie, and I'm uh, still hungry. Eat another pie, right? But the boys have clocked to us, so the boys say, "Slaney." eat another pie, there you go, eat that one. So they're feeding me this pie, <laughs> eat three pies. So I'm there, like, my stomach's starting to get uh, ropey. And I saw one of the first team boys come here with another pie, but it's in front of all the missus, and I thought, I said, they're all looking at me. So I ate another pie, four pies down, and so, cutting so that just Cut that... Four, four pies? Four full because I was that hungry, Mark. <laughs> I hadn't ate all day, because I thought it was going to be plain.
0: What happens Aye, <laughs> right, so,
4: the next day in training, was, we'd, we'd done short games and you know all that, it was the players that had they'd, they'd played, and we'd done short games, and... Um, and then at the end, we went, we're doing sprinting. And I went, oh no, my arse nearly collapsed. My <laughs> arse nearly fell out of my body. So what happened was, we done the sprints, and I swear, my head went all oh, dizzy. I was sick everywhere. Anyway, I was in the changing, uh, cold tilt, wet tilt, in my head, and Tom, Alan Thompson comes in, and the, the gaffer wants you now. So I'm walking up there like petrified, chalk white, and the gaffer, Lennox Is at Lennox Mark? and Lennox goes, why were you sick? One of the days, he was like, why were you fucking sick? And I went, it was just, I I had a pie last night and how many fucking pies did you have? I went, two. He went, how fucking many pies? Three. All the way up to four. And as I'm saying it, Thompson's in the background and Stitchy's laughing. So we go up to four pies and Lenny just pointed to the door. And said, on you go, I swear to God, I have never felt anything like it, Mark, I swear to God Four pies down, sitting next day and Lenny found out about it So it was disaster struck And it was odd because I thought it was going to be starting mm-hmm. So I didn't eat at all Did you explain that to him though? No, no, because yeah. to be perfectly honest, if I said to him, I thought I was going to be starting I think, you're going to be starting, I don't even know. <laughs> he probably didn't know I was an evening in the squad Anyway, we'll move <laughs> on <laughs> Is, I, I should beat the appendicitis. <laughs> <laughs> that
2: I, 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 I say, oh, <laughs> I really. was Kevin the punch a, a <laughs> punchline.
3: Kevin, do you <laughs> have, have a pie? Shut up. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm wishing I got go that appendicitis now. On
0: oh, that, Kevin, on the length, to get back to it, whatever happens, and if we take it that Neil is not going to be his manager moving forward, we've seen some names we mentioned, but if you look at it with the greatest respect to some other people, realistically, they're not going to get it doesn't look as if they're going to get somebody better than Neil Lennon somebody better, with a better CV than him coming into, coming into the club
2: No because I think getting Neil Lennon in the first place was a coup um, Hibbs always had a big club um, but to get Neil Lennon in after what he's done at Celtic and what have you and I went back down south it was a great appointment obviously it's no ideal that he's been suspended but There'll be there'll be no um, lack of takers for wanting that job because it's a, a great job to be had. Um, obviously, Gordon Strachan's name's been mentioned. Big Stubbs's name's been mentioned, but Big Stubbs he might with his, wee, his time at St have Harvey might might kind of taint him going back to Hibs. But Gordon Strachan does he want to get into club management? Maybe it was the Scotland job that that is last because that's what managers try to, tend to do. They have a good career as a as a, a club manager, then they, they try and see the international job as a as the last, but. Um, There'll be no shotters and takers for the for the job. Um, Leanne Dempster, the, the CEO, she's going to have to pull somebody at the hat to try and appease, because I'm pretty sure the Hibs fans will be disappointed with what's happened.
0: Well, <coughs> when you look at the, the runners and riders, and you guys are, are, are all doing a bit of coaching, you've all dabbled in it, um, do you think now with the, with the culture in football, not just specifically to what's happened at Hibs, but in general, <coughs> that a lot of ex-players are thinking about saying, is it really worth the hassle to put yourself out in the front Well I'm going to be
2: honest with you right I finished football five years ago six years ago and decided right I'm going to get these badges did the B licence and B basically just means basic bullshit that's what B (laughs) means it should be you wait for BB right because that's what it is it's like you get in there and and, and, and I don't know what you learn because it's stuff you just do every day in training so for me, I was like a wee bit miffed. I thought it was going. To, I was going to get all these amazing coaching drills and I was going to go away and think, God, I'm going to be Mourinho. And I went away thinking, I don't want to be a coach. Like It didn't, didn't I? It didn't. And then last week, my wee boy's training, the manager couldn't take the training. So they text me and says, Kev, could you take the training? Ten minutes out of that training, I've never felt like murdering <laughs> Ten wins in my—I love kids. Like, I've got four of my own, and I hunt them up. But last week was went to him and I texted the, the chairman of Condor. It and I says, "Look, pal, you'll need to get somebody else on next Tuesday because I'm not doing that again." And that, that for me, I just thought, no. So when you get when you get no when you get the question of coaching. It's the hassle It's like You might get a good job But how long does that job Actually last for So is it worth Putting yourself Through that up and down period Or no sure On whether you're going to Be in a job for a year Or whether you're going to Be in a job for three Four years Because mm-hmm. there's a lot of players Lee McCullough's an example Good career Finished Got a job as a commander. Now he's back out of football Looking for that next opportunity Do you want to be that guy Waiting on that opportunity Constantly 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 And it never ever arrives mm-hmm. it's, And it's so short term now he so short term Is, is he for younger players it's killing younger players that
3: older players like Kev doesn't want to do. Cause see, for me, see, having Neil Lennon as my reserve manager it was the best thing that could have happened to me. Cause see, when I went to Swindon, and older boys were slaughtering me, I could take it because I'd had it
2: for years. I think the old uh, the old thing with the ex players is like I would love to get and maybe try coaching at a more elite level. Uh-huh. It, you it, need to start it, at I, the
0: I <laughs> What, what gets me actually just on in, 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 in a centre forward is we've got goalkeeping coaches and rightly so. Aye. We've got defensive coaches and rightly so. I don't understand why clubs, when, when the biggest asset at football clubs potentially That's is your number nine, your striker. If, you, if you've if you been coached two mornings a week, four hours a week, whatever it may be, all of a sudden, if you're at a so-called smaller club, you can turn a £100,000 striker into a three hundred grand striker and a Aye. £3 million striker and into a £6 million striker if you're at a higher level. Should there be more emphasis on striker coaches specifically uh, coach oh, your, your
2: man your man that's that Alan, Russell it. Alan Russell he's obviously about on the England team and he does his own uh, soccer striking school and um, what he does is nothing he's not going to show you something you don't already know it's just repetitive uh, working on, it the, working on uh, the same thing repetitively all get the time in your psyche getting a video from the game in the start or they taking taken it back and saying, right, see there, see if you'd have just done this instead of that mm-hmm. that would have opened up that wee yard that might have got you that shot because a lot of strikers a lot of people when, stri- when they become a striker a lot is about your movement and stuff like that but it's all not to that first touch your first touch can kill you in a striker you know what I mean? you think, oh, I'm going to score a goal here but your first touch is rubbish you can't get that goal and a lot of it's just figuring out what the simple wee things that you're doing wrong and work on them, because in all shapes of football, from goalkeeper right up to the front, it's all about repetitive movements, repetitive touches, constantly, all the time. And if you can keep mastering, mastering, on them, eventually you're going to get really, really good at it and that everything becomes a wee bit more easier, because you're not learning anything different that you don't already know, it's just working on what you know and making that to a point that it's it's, it's clinical, it's perfect. And that's, I think that's the difference and like you say clubs that are struggling to score goals why would it not be worthwhile getting an, an extra striker to come in and say right your boys are struggling watch them on Saturday and come in on Monday and see what maybe you can do that might help them mm-hmm. but so, do not to finance the Scottish yeah, yeah. football I, think, and I things.
0: Know, Lee McCulloch has got to do something like that it didn't Hartson right was to. doing it at Livy wasn't he Hartson was doing it at Livy as he said that the boy working for Gary Southgate um, as well and you think that there could be some kind of role just getting back to the I know you've worked under Neil, you've worked under Paolo Di Canio. Uh, What what other kind of ones have you had? Did you ever have any other managers or coaches where? if need be they went right through you
3: nah no, they were only two and they were my, my favourite two I, I I, I think as a player you, I love knowing where I stand and see with they two you got that you were never wondering oh do you well, think I'd or
0: or speaking behind your back but like Craig Levine said exactly. about the striker boy at least I've told him mm-hmm. his face I've told him either see what Lenny used to
3: say to us as well he, what he was good at is he would slaughter you but see a couple of days later he'd pull you aside and he'd tell you why he was slaughtering you and then he would you get you back up to it. but what he used to say was see if you can't handle me shouting at you how are you going to handle 60,000 people shouting Great at you
0: point. And,
3: and it's it's totally the truth um, and as I say I think young players need people like that to be hard on them because that's what first team football is it's men who demand high standards off you That gets the best out of you
4: you see that right, certainly when, when somebody like Neil Lennon and I remember one of the first team players at Celtic said that it got them to play their very best the way he was with them uh, I I think that is and I, I just kind of believe that I think in this day and age now Mark It's certainly Younger players And, and kids in general You, know, you can't see anything to them And they're, they're bubbling Or they're crying And it's You're such a bad person It's certainly The, the, the world's changed Certainly
3: What about you and Gordon Dale Would you take that hipster again? Well, I think we certainly In with a chance with it Certainly, yeah, I what believe would be your so. philosophy? Well, mean? I
4: remember me and Gordon Dale doing a session again. And Gordon Dale said, this man, I'm a Landryl, so I think we probably each day we just go through <laughs> club to club and tell them we're doing that." Um, I would just shadow Gordon Dale, but I, just back to the coaching. F-
0: Gordon ah, pathetic that man." Nah, nah, nah. No, I'm,
4: just quickly, <laughs> no like nah, rubbish. <laughs> um, just I'm going to be very beef about coaches in, in Scotland, especially youth coaches who work in uh, maybe Celtic or Rangers, who only in the academy, th- who, who are working community level. They've got an arrogance about them and they've got this arrogance about them. They don't want to help other coaches. Now, these guys have probably never kicked up on their life, but they're probably learning for other guys, and they they walk about with a swagger. They don't want to talk to other coaches. Are they that thick? Because... (laughs) Because at the end of the day, we want to make Scotland good again, we want to make players good again, love football. They should be talking to our youth coaches and helping them aim for it. I just wanted to get that wee bit out of there. For these guys who are walking about with the Celtic Rangers at community level, I'm now onto you. I know exactly what you're doing. So we'll see it for the future. <laughs> I'll tell you right now, I am gunning for people today. And Craig Levine is the greatest man that's walked Scottish football. I'm telling you that right now. He is gold. Ain't he, Shang? Yeah, Media gold this season. Thanks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> On that, if we finish off Neil and we've got two brilliant topics to keep us going on the Open Goal podcast. Keeping the ball on the ground in association with our friends at William Hill. Before we finish off this one, Kevin, again, if we take it that there's going to be a partner in the ways between Hibbs and Neil Lennon, Brendan Rogers said yesterday that Neil's got a CV that means he could walk into virtually any job and nobody short of offers. Do, Do you agree with that?
2: I agree to to some extent, in Scottish football you could walk into any job, but down England's a different different matter because I don't think the English football see Scottish managers in the same light as we see our own managers Um, Neil Lennon went to Bolton and I don't think he had the most successful time so there'll be question marks asked, he's got a fantastic footballing career he's got a fantastic managerial record up here in Scotland, regardless of what's happened at Hibs but the questions will be asked, but I doubt—I don't doubt for a certain second—that somebody somewhere will take a chance on Neil Lennon. And I'm pretty sure that it, whoever does, they know what they're getting. And he's a for me, like for me, he's a manager that these boys obviously the, 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 the look at work with him. He does seem to come across as being very, very passionate. And like you say, that only gets the best out of players like these. have already said, but see, if, see if you can deal with that Neil Lennon shouting at you and telling you what you do and the pressure this get too much to you. then the level you're playing football isn't it the level I for you be, and that's just how them. it is I'm and that, you, that, that's what it is if, if, I remember when Peter Reed shouted at me or even looked at me I was like oh my god who's he looking at <laughs> what's he looking at me for and I remember like I, had, I was scared of him but I wasn't scared that I couldn't speak to the guy. I was scared of him because I had the absolute maximum respect for the guy. Didn't want to let him down. Did not want to yeah. let him down. So when when he's barked, I was like, "Right, what, what's going? You know, you just that's the kind of aura that he had." And I'm pretty sure Neil, because even I don't know Neil, Neil Lennon personally, but the times that I've maybe shook his hand after a match, or whatever, I, I felt a wee bit of presence about him. So mm. he, he he comes with that, and some of these young players at Hibbs clearly can't deal with that. So. It's a similar situation to what's going on at Cardiff with Craig Bellamy. Mm-hmm. He's probably grumbled at a few young <coughs> kids and they've taken it <coughs> the wrong way. But that's just how football is. If you don't like it, you don't like that environment. Go and go and, go and do something else. It's neighbours at you. But but it seems to be now that there
0: seems to be a culture in society and, and lots of workplaces <coughs> where there's HR departments, there's this proper proper processes that they, that you go through. Where, ah, where football isn't what it was when you guys were starting out. 15, 20 Fifteen twenty. <coughs> it's totally changing. And, it, and rightly or wrongly. It looks as though with the society we're in and the workplace, football dressing rooms, football clubs, where actually managers, coaches, players, are going to have to change to fit into the culture. I will now turn, than, the, we'll you know now turn I don't that. think that's a good thing. No. But if you want to be in a job and and working, you're actually going to have to alter to fit into society you now, a footballing society.
2: I just think that, that, like you say, you've summed it up perfectly. Our footballing world that's been around for hundreds of years has now turned into the workplace. The, mm-hmm. the guy who goes to his work that tried to be a footballer at some point in his life and didn't quite maybe get the break or wasn't good enough and opted to go down a different path and has to follow certain legislation through the workplace and unions and things like that, that's what we're turning into we're going to hear players come to the union and say "No, by the way my gaffer shouted at me last night and he swore at me mm-hmm. I, I, don't, I didn't like it mm-hmm. alright ok I'll <coughs> go and hear a word with your manager like, seriously is that is that what football is it's only the manager trying to get the best at you because it's a results based business and the manager wants to win at all costs to keep his job and to keep his players performing well and everybody would be happy and win for them exactly see because you
0: managers don't managers it's players don't get sacked it's managers Managers, it's managers. Five, six games see,
3: the see Alex Ferguson and Brian for in these times they would not have existed no great managers ah, would now right. because they would not have got on. to manage the way that they managed and that's a sad thing for me I think and um, I think it's a perfect opportunity now for see people that never played the game I think yeah. now's a great time for them to get into the game because they've not got what ex-pros have got I, don't I think they do. They are better with kids the kids of today yeah. because they've been taught in these courses how to deal with you can't do this you can't shout at them you can't, and that's why they're they're getting into football more now for me
0: Okay that was a great debate enjoyed that and uh, we'll keep an eye on what happens with with Hibs and Neil Lennon We hope whatever happens it, it all works out well For all parties Okay Next topic Local youth Are they better off abroad A lot of headlines Down south With the 18 year old Chelsea player England uh, Youth player as well Callum Hudson-Odoi uh, He is looking to get To, to Bayern Munich Looks like he's handed in A transfer request Trying to push the move through Before the transfer window Slams shut On Thursday night They're talking about Bayern Munich looking at something that he's in a 40 million quid um, to buy him uh, what do you think of that kind of situation si?
3: um <clears throat> He's obviously the boy Jordan Sancho's kind of who they're all looking at now aren't they yeah. but for every Jordan Sancho there's a Dale Jennings I don't know if you remember Dale Jennings Hope I used to play was. against Come him up, at Tranmere and uh, he was. went to Bayern Munich Aye. never worked out for him um, and now see the boy Hudson-Odoi I watched him play the other week wow what a player he is uh, but I just think now see if he's playing at Ch- uh, Chelsea now Good club, good manager. I would stay there if I was him. Um, he's not
0: playing, I think, that's the point. Uh, if you But look, he
3: started playing recently, didn't he?
0: Yeah, but no, there was, was a great start uh, this morning where Chelsea are, are bottom of the table uh, for giving youngsters, under chance, age, yeah. English youngsters under the age of 21, a chance. I in, think in, he's up only up.
4: been playing because and the you think he's going to go away. Mm-hmm. I think that's, it's, it's, but I, I think for a young player... If I had a kid, and he was a good player, whatever, I would certainly get my way. Uh, I think Britain is such a negative country. You look at Raheem Sterling, he gets battered in the press all the time. Great go away and play your football. This uh, the, the negativity surrounding Scotland, England, is just, uh, oh, you don't need that. Go over to Germany, Spain, go and enjoy Ellie, your football. Ellie. Los Angeles. But I, I must say, for a young player, you look at Phil Foden, who to me is brilliant. He should be playing more, but well, he shouldn't he because the Man City players are that good. But <clears throat> he's that good; he should be playing a first team. So he should move on. He should maybe go to a Dortmund type. Um, so I certainly believe they should go away because the the the, the media, not not no, just the media, the fans, the people are so negative, and that's no, not. You what I think, think
3: I Phil I Foden should leave Man City? Guardiola coaching
4: him every know, day? No, it's a great point you say, side, but I just think he's that good. Phil Foden. Now, the, the Euros will be coming up. The World Cups obviously coming up whenever years, but is he going to miss it because he's not playing? The boy Sancho will be gone. Um, so I, I don't know, I know what you mean, but mm. it's working with Guardiola maybe a few years down the line will get it's, a chance.
2: It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a cat situation where it's a great point, if Phil Foden was to leave Man City, which sounds ridiculous, mm. and say he went to Dortmund, played every week and they raved about him, does he become that Next, Pulsich, who then goes back, back to Chelsea to, uh, for 50 million, <laughs> does he really need to leave a club to showcase what he can do week in, week out on the big stage? Because at this moment in time, he's just sitting now on the sidelines at City, waiting for somebody to get injured, or get suspended, be... and then get that opportunity. But even when he gets in and gets opportunity, plays five or six games and then say David Silver comes back for an injury he's at the team again it's it's hard it happened yeah, with Kevin De Bruyne
4: it happened with Kevin De Bruyne he was at Chelsea he over. To, he was at Wolfsburg. he went uh-huh. and then he was just brilliant and then he's come back and then Man City signed but up
3: I, I always think and I always have when I was at you know, people make excuses he's not playing because the, the guy ahead of him's too good see if you're good enough you yeah, will be you playing you're, you're, right, right. you're right we all used to sit and say we should be playing it's me, Big Charlie, Mulgaroo Well, why you know because Eden is and that's because he was better than us. And that's it. it Come see if Falfoodin was better than David Silva. Guardiola's not stupid. He'd be playing. Right now, he's no. I think if you're getting the education, he's getting under Guardiola. Stick out. If David Silva leaves and somebody else, he brings somebody else in, then maybe it's your time to go.
0: Any of you boys out of a chance to to go particularly younger in your career to go abroad or at any stage in your career?
2: Eh. Uh, I had a chance to go to, uh, where was it? Borussia Mönchengladbach. Wow. Uh, boy, on yeah. the back of... Uh, you don't want a big German to You'd have be been awesome <laughs> I'd have been huge. You'd have been a star. I'd have been like that. the Jan Kohler. Jan Kohler. Jan, Jan-, 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 Jan- Kroker. Karla- what was it? Jan Yanker. No, I am a public boy. It was doing to, like a few Scotland or 21 appearances. Is that when to Bonhoff was in Reiner And then Reiner phoned me one night and says, what was the contract situation? He says, there's lots of interest in Germany. This is Gadbach, Cologne, and there was another one. And I was thinking, oh yes, this, this sounds great. You know, it's something different. At that time, Sunderland won the premiership, we were a big club as well. But I had that mindset that I wanted to play. Could I see myself replacing Niall Quinn and Kevin Phillips anytime soon? No particularly. So it crosses your mind, but then Sunderland came and How back, far did it get then? It got to the point where I was in like a, a private conversation. mm mm-hmm with a representative, both representatives were, were taught and teaching all. so I was all for it, you know what I mean, I was just young naive, thinking "I go for it, I'm going to be playing games and it might be it might work out for me, but it never happens. Went back to Sunderland and, and they offered a new deal and, and then that was kind of it. He signed that deal. He bought a Volkswagen and
3: everything.
2: <laughs> he grew a, like, a tash and everything, <laughs> didn't he? A tash. He got that and that. Why are a big Frankfurt? <laughs> <autobank laughs> Aye, <and laughs> uh, a, big, <laughs> <Frank-Fortless> <laughs> ah, a, a big Stein for Oktoberfest. I think you've got a steak pie, you've got a Frankfurt.
3: I went to Magaluf when I was 18.
2: When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring.
3: Yeah, a couple of clubs out there, there wanted us to be a record. What club was that? <laughs> club of the Marlin, okay, Club ready, hey, the
2: Taylor, Club Trophy
4: Carter.
0: LA Galaxy right. in for you, no? Eh,
4: hey, no, it was. Um, I've got to say a story of Magalufi, but I better than Go on, set. No, just no, no, I right. can't you. Your mum's listening. Aye. No, I never I never had the chance of going abroad. I remember I got a letter fed by a Leverkusen, and all the family were surrounded around the room. I was like, here we go. But it ended up, with his fan mail. <laughs> it was fan mail. It was two Germans. They see me in the, 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 Europe, uh, the, the Scottish, for Jesus Christ, the Euros. It was the youth Euros. Uh, and it was German fans. God knows why they're not to me. But it was two German fans. It's probably a business. It's probably my man, da. Kidding in Germans. <laughs> <laughs> but we all sat around the table and we read out, So that was the closest I got to Germany. Um, that was magnificent. What do you
0: think? Because there's very few, I mean, I remember... Just off the top of my head, you'd, you'd look like Paul Lambert went away to Dortmund when he was when he was older, took the gamble, won the Champions League, European Cup as we know. You'd Scott Booth go over to Germany, you'd you'd guys get even go back like Rab McKinnon going to Holland and, and different ones. But Ryan Gold, I think,'s been the most recent Sport in Lisbon from Dundee United, but not quite what took from him at Sporting Lisbon. He's back at Hibs and London now, but should we try and encourage more Scots to or why don't they get more opportunities to go abroad rather? Is that the question? I,
4: think
3: I don't think they're good enough. Nah, I don't think they're good But enough. if I'm being brutally honest, um, as I said, for every Jordan Sancho, there's a Ryan Gold. It uh, wasn't a good... Uh, and that'll be it. Um, I think you'd be surprised at the, the amount of talent that's abroad. Um, technically, I think it's, it's yeah.
2: cult- The culture. I think the culture's a big thing. I think here in Scotland, we don't exactly look after ourselves in terms of what we do on and after part of Scotland mm-hmm. We do it to a point, but... Most Scottish teams get excited about the game being over on a Saturday and we go out for a few beers on Saturday night. A lot of that talk still goes on. I'm pretty sure Barcelona and Real Madrid know they boys on they think, can we make this game on Saturday if we get doing the fucking smithy? You know what I mean? <laughs> it's no, it doesn't happen. And I think when you go over there and you're, you're into that, <laughs> different way of working, different way of um, living, and things uh-huh. that are.
0: It's e- even the language as well. We were language barrier. So well. uh-huh. probably say, oh, we're quite lazy that way. In fact, we just expect everybody to speak English. Oh, I know. Them. I get
2: them in my, in my car, my taxi, and expect me to speak Chinese, and I'm like, <laughs> okay. "You learn my language." <laughs> you know, it's. Uh, it's <laughs> I we are ignorant. We are ignorant.
0: An old teammate, of yours and probably yours as well. Kevin internationally with well, Sean Maloney, uh-huh. Celtic. Celtic to Aston Villa. Within two weeks he's homesick Uh huh. Big
3: Kelvin two, Wilson was the same money on the interview. 280 uh-huh?
2: miles didn't <laughs> he He must have missed his home John Kennedy or something. <laughs> <laughs> him and big John tight, no, they were tight they used oh, to play that's... quick cricket in the gym. Ah, ah, I heard so that. You don't
3: even know the rules, John.
2: I used to notice that. I used to notice that with Scotland on twenty-one. S him and Big John. They were like it was like a minder. John yeah. was his minder. <laughs> <laughs> that's too great. <laughs> Great, great guys though Oh, uh, Sean I Maloney's sure Sean Maloney's
4: the nicest guys in football Sean Maloney's uh, Probably the most I took A learning for a senior player He was in First in um, uh, last stretching he? Always working so hard And he must say In,
2: in training What a player he oh, was Oh, he was a great he? player What about big size of feet? Tiny. Must oh. be a size one, baby size. <laughs> Man, eh? The <laughs> least feet I've ever seen. I oh, went. We oh, went oh. to lamanga the, the first time I was the only young he boy. his football boots off the mirror on the calf. <laughs> I, I used to. I used to ask him for the hand me downs for the wings. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Honestly, I went. We went to lamanga Right, Gordon Strachan. I was the only young boy there, and uh, Strachan put me in a room with Sean. I've never seen somebody so angry. It being a room, with Sean had to go in a room with me. Was you could just tell he was ah, sick. Uh-huh. Well, you're a young boy, sit. he's a senior player. Uh-huh. He oh, it was, oh, it yeah, must yeah, have he been the worst week he's like. Uh, I used to get that used, that all He time. was in bed at 8 o'clock, man. I was fucking going mental <laughs> in <laughs> <going> the <mental laughs> room, man. <Aye. laughs> yes, <you>. <laughs> <laughs> I get caught up with
4: the first team Friday before a league game, right? And I get into the lift at Celtic, walked into the lift, and the lift was fairly the players. And when Yama said to me, he was like, Why are you here? I swear to God, I said to me, why are you here? What, in terms of, in the lift? <laughs> no, no, <laughs> why, why No, no. Why am I in the squad?
3: Right, but
4: right. I I said, I, I was standing there like, I don't know what to fucking say. <laughs> what do you mean, why am I here? I mean, how am I I'm not meant to play. If somebody's asking, why are you here? I couldn't fucking believe it, I said, to Sean, Is there a Sean Maloney story at this? I don't know why I went on to else
2: That
4: was it. That was it.
2: I must have got them two mixed up
0: because they
2: look uh, similar. The <laughs> 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 Would did Victor
4: just hand you a pint till you got the lift? <laughs> no, i cause you your story with Meloni derry your Ray, I swear to God. He just couldn't believe that I was in the squad. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I got to that but <laughs> I don't know
0: either. That'd be, might be a fair point. What about your uh, coaching at Boca? I mean, you've been abroad and your are coaching
4: over in the States. Well, it was, it was a breath of fresh air with the kids over there, I swear to God. They over, we are scared here, right? And this sums up when I was younger, right? Um, Mark, sorry for I feel that I'm talking a lot today, but I love all that. But (laughs) when I was younger, when we used to, every day or every summer holiday, every single day, we would play bigger living aside, we, uh, more than that, 15 aside. V guy, I was maybe 10, the guys were 18. Now, they're faster than you, they're stronger than you, so you need to come up with a way how to get better than them. Now, see, now in Scotland, we don't want a kid going up one year, oh no, in case he gets hurt. Over there, they play in the street football because they don't have academies as such they're, they're playing in the streets up until the are 15 16 when they get took in and they're just football's everything to them they want to make sure their families are secure um, and, and football's absolutely everything. so the mentality the hunger they're like wild animals who are hurt.
3: who
4: <laughs> are hurting? who are hurting uh, who are starving <laughs> <laughs>
3: they're like wild animals who are starving
4: See, oh. oh, I see
0: I don't know what you're thinking at their last at this but certainly you do see the, our faces uh, in the future. I don't know what you make of that last 45 oh, Jesus! I genuinely don't I think I think we should move on we're on the Open Goal podcast keeping the ball on the ground in association with our friends at William Hill we've had a terrific opening 30 minutes uh, we've covered a wide variety of topics in the company of Simon Ferry Paul Slane and Kevin Kyle and am Matt Goody we've got two uh, topics to go and 15 minutes left, so stay with us. You won't want to miss it. Okay, closing stages of the transfer window. We're all sitting here with our yellow ties on. We've got into yellow the last, teeth. into the last 36 hours. <laughs> <other> <laughs> Oh, but so yeah, sure. Welcome, yeah. <laughs> so here you we go. I'm yeah. right at and, uh, it. <laughs> let's, just, uh, let's go over to Celtic Park and join Luke Shanley. Luke, what's happening? Uh, Jim, so. Jim, name drop, Jim. <laughs> Jim's a good friend of the show. Jim, Jim, yeah, Jim's good Jim, I know you. I know you're listening. I'm Jim. get Jim on.
2: Jim's Jim been on. He's been on. This brilliant, man. You might want to start watching him. This time
0: last year, transfer deadline day, Jim joined us live between his top port studio. And Sky oh, Sports studio to come on and gave. Remember that Jim guy. Does sleep, Top Man? Yeah. Jim White's a he, Top man.
2: man. Does he sleep because he like he, he's on Talk Sport in the morning and then he's on at midnight doing the Sky it's Sports news. it's all <laughs> part of the
0: retirement plan. Yeah, he's he's looking great. He's a good pal of the show. Right, uh, closing stage of the transfer window. We'll look at it. Might be still a, a bit of business done. What we do know is Rangers two big bits of business. Steve Davis um, and Jermaine Defoe. Both guys didn't start on Sunday. They did start on Wednesday night, that Rangers lost, didn't start on Sunday, they beat Livingston comfortably. What do we read into that, Kevin?
2: Uh, I think down to probably a bit of fatigue from the game on the Wednesday and then the pitch at Livingston, two actually tough parts in, in the space of four or five days and having uh, Jermaine Defoe especially, you know, playing as many games, I think it would just be a case of, of rest. And I, I think looking back now, it might have been better just to keep the Rangers team as it was against Mm Kilmarnock initially and then maybe look to bring in Defoe and Davis into the the Livingston game because although Jermaine Defoe scored on the the Wednesday against Kilmarnock and didn't really play particularly well, it's because the Rangers team didn't play particularly well. You're only as good a striker as the service you get. um, But no, I just think that um, it was more down to the pitch and many games in one week you know it's it's not a sprint it's a marathon here you, you've played at
0: rangers you've been albeit it was at the time when the club was in the lower divisions but they were still getting fifty thousand. the stadium was still packed we were talking earlier on about the mentality of being able to handle that what light is it you know playing for rangers and and, and having to cope with it
2: i think um when i when i went there I, 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 the rangers fans were um obviously vocal and it was 40-odd fifty thousand every other week but i I didn't didn't he faze me as much because I had experience of that before with, with Sunderland and Jermaine Defoe, Steve Davis have got um, experience of that, but the likes of Joe Wardle there, who's maybe never experienced forty fifty thousand, makes that mistake. The other week. There's a wee bit of pressure on him now to start performing, and he could easily give away a penalty on on Sunday at yeah. the, the the last minute. So it's a different dynamic altogether. Where you've just got to um, you've got to just keep particularly playing well, Be, get the fans on your side. So when you do make that mistake. It's you're like that's all right. He's made a mistake. It's fine. He's been playing well up to now, but it's when you continue to do mistakes, continue to get the fans on your back, then it becomes a, like the fans. Then become a big problem because they are noisy. They are vocal when you when you're used to hear, "Oh, no, well played, mate. Well done, great bar." And then all of a sudden, you hear, "That's rubbish, man. Get out." Who signed him? That's when it starts uh-huh. becoming a problem, and you hear everything. So. It's a difficult thing because a lot, a lot of players don't get that chance to, to ever experience that and, it, and, and nobody knows how they would handle it until, it until it arises. That was
3: well, like the that, what
0: fans we used to, it, wasn't it? Aye. <laughs> <laughs> on, on the project where we were on strikers and, and Rangers, what's your take on, because uh, Stephen Gerrard started with Defoe and Manelis up front on, on Wednesday, then on Sunday he just goes with Manelis up, up front. Do you think that one going forward is... is one striker, is that the way ahead for Rangers? I don't or are they still think horses for courses.
2: I don't think the two of them can play with each other no, because I don't think Morelos, Morelos, to me, is very raw. I think he's still got a lot to learn of the game. He's doing unbelievably well with the goals he scored and the things he does on a park. But he's got a lot to learn in terms of playing with another striker. There's no, one to now, up with no that, is he doesn't. He doesn't know how to link up, or, mm. or if Jermaine comes short, is he directly in behind him where he might be able like to over the ball and play a one-two, or we flicks around the corner? He just seems to know that, right? He's quite a, a selfish player, Morelos, where he just kind of wants to do his. He just, he just kind he of wants to do his own thing. thing. Yep. I and mean, when the ball is in the box, where when there's two of them, he's maybe thinking, well, i run there," and all of a sudden he sees Jermaine the four. Right, can he go there, and it's like it's just a, it's a case of trying to figure out how to maybe, if, if Stephen Gerrard wants to accommodate the two of them, how does he accommodate the two of them? Because none of them are going to run the channels for you. Jermaine Defoe's going to try and get the point of his feet and link up and he's going to be around the box and Morelos just kind of wants to run everywhere and anywhere so it, it's a difficult one for the manager but it's one that I'm pretty sure they'll, they'll work it out themselves and if it's a case of Sunday where Morelos starts and scores and keeps doing that and Jermaine Defoe doesn't get a game then that's just how it's going to be I suppose as well with 15-16 league games
0: to go he's going to need everybody isn't it, between Aye. now and the end of the season uh, I
3: think as well, uh, Ibrox more lo- they might play too often yeah. I think away home you know, I think Steve Davis at 35 now coming up here, it'll, it'll shock him, the pace of the league. You know, he was here when he was, what, 30 maybe? You know, he was still I'm a bit younger he's than that, yes. his career, yeah, but yeah. Surrounded you know, with uh, better players, players exactly. But I'm saying, look at Joey Barton, guys like Cranchar, you know, they're good football players. But when you come up here at 35, and I was 27 when I came back up here for England, and the pace of the game up here, I couldn't believe it. It's like a basketball game. You know, right. there's, no, there's no really Any any times where The ball gets kept It's we try and score You try and score um, So I think st- It'll take Steve Davis A good a good month To to, to, to get up to the pace Of the game um, I think the next game I brought Both of them Will definitely start um, I think away from home He, he might Well they've got The William Scottish in Cup tie Against uh, Cowdenbeath yeah.
0: All things been equal uh, Tonight with the, with the weather Central um, Park
2: Do you start the two of them there? I wouldn't I think, I think Tomorrow I think I think the um, the the Kilmarnock game. What disappointed me the most was Kerm- Rangers' best player that night was Kent. He was the only one trying to get down the line, get balls in the box, and then he played with the three kind of central midfielders on a kind of diamond shape. So there wasn't really any attacking width the for the two strikers to get opportunities to score a goal. So it's he, he played Jack, he played um, Arfield, Arfield, and Davis. Davis, and the three of them only going to run down wings and cross balls and. So that's where Rangers struggle So tonight Will he play the two of them Down at Central Park? I, I, I don't think Jermaine Maybe Defoe Would want to play Down at Central Park oh, That's I totally one <laughs> myself you No play Oh horrible Absolutely
4: Oxy-
3: Oxygen mask in there? No I don't think so I, I, I
4: remember mean? I felt sick From the start going on there um, I must say about um Kandace. I think Kandace but I think he's very underrated, I think he's got so uh, good quality, and him and Tavernier link up great, so for, for the game against Kilmarlett, I think Gerard did get it wrong. And it's easy to say that now, if you've got Davis and, and Defoe coming in, you're gonna think we will start them, yeah. but it did get it right. But that being said, I think Kindes and Tavernier are absolutely great. And the up. thing
3: is well, Barasic never played against Killing. I mean you watch him against Livingston, he puts about five balls into the, the, I the box. Like he's a good good yeah, player, Barasic And Barisic. Joe Warren, my god. If you're gonna play a diamond in the in the middle of the pitch, you, you can't for me Andy Halliday at left back, you you need a left back who's going to get up and play almost as a winger mm-hmm. and put crosses in the box. If you've got the And Morelos playing, you need wingers to put to put balls in the box for him.
0: Okay, on that, um, moving across the city to Celtic, they look as though they're going to get a deal over the line for Shaveda from the Ukraine. Um, Brendan Rodgers, kind of reading between the lines, to make that it's not particularly his signing. Although he knows about the boy, looks coming in at maybe a level below the direct first team squad. What do you make of that saying if it if it gets over the line?
4: Well, I, I, I'm, I'm surprised at it um, because of the amount of wingers they've actually got. So I don't think he'll it, play a lot. But again, um, Johnny Hayes, he's, he's not going to play for Celtics and a couple of other ones. So maybe and in, 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 maybe next season it'll be his time. Um, but I think that I find that a strange. Unless this boy's really really good, then I can see it. But they certainly know the position they need.
0: Would would you make of that? Just the way that Brendan Rodgers. Addressed it in, in the situation because it seemed to throw up a lot of questions. With the you know who's the signings, is there still a disconnect uh, between the manager and the hierarchy. It just seemed to throw up you know something about a signing for a couple of million quid that should be celebrated. it seemed to kind of go deeper than that and raised a lot of questions.
2: It was kind of uh, I listened to his comments and it was like this guy we've signed him. He'll come in and then we'll send him back out and loan and we'll see how he gets on a few years time. So it's as if to me, he's like, he's no signed him. Mm. You he's been... If you're reading the manager's comments, you're, <laughs> you're hoping the manager's going to turn around and say, I've been watching him for the last six months, Don't he's progressing, good. I feel that we can take him to the next level, but <clears> we're going to loan him out to him, keep him that experience, and then we'll bring him back and hopefully ready for pre-season, and, and we'll start fresh and see how we go, but that's not what's happened at it, all. It was
0: similar, I, very similar to when they signed Arzani. Yeah. From, from so there
2: must, be, there must be something going on at Celtic Park, now where... The manager and whoever it is that's making the signings... when Brendan probably wants somebody who he really wants to get it, but at the same time there's somebody else somewhere looking at trying to get that next Win Yama, that next Virgil van Dyke, and maybe that's what it is. But okay, you
0: see if, if if you're the manager, so let's uh, let's say whatever you know, it's a million and a half to uh-huh. two million quid for for this young Ukrainian, which according to Brendan Rogers, isn't he ready to go and make an impact in the first team between now and the end of the season? if his priority is to try and bring in a quality right-back to go and play now, yeah. to help Celtic <coughs> try and win the league and try and win the Scottish Cup and try and, you know, if he's eligible to play in Europe against Valencia, would there be a frustration if you're the manager say, well, rather than that, a million and a half going to a development plan now, I'd rather all in towards me getting a right-back that I want. I know, I know what you're
3: saying about Brendan Rodgers' comments, but when we were younger and we signed like an 18-year-old for a million pounds, the manager would never be speaking about him. You know, I, I never remember, we signed two boys for Iceland, Teddy Bjarnison and Big Finn and Gordon Strachan never never even got asked about them. Um, obviously, these days, managers are getting asked about everything.
0: But they weren't, they, but if you're were talking about spending level, but uh-huh. they won not over uh-huh. a million and a half uh-huh. It was good the
3: money. They, they did pay a lot of money for the boys. I the remember it. Hopeless Tricks signed that boys, uh-huh. aye. <laughs> um, I hope we both of them. Uh, uh, very I, I think very rarely in management now would a manager... Be interested in an eighteen-year-old signing, you know. I wouldn't even get asked about it, I don't think I just think with tra- Celtic's transfer policy, just now they're asking everything. You know, the boys eighteen. the Boys coming to a club at eighteen all the time, and the manager never gets asked about it. Mm. Uh, I know what you're saying, but I don't think paying one point five million is going to stop them paying the money for a four million right back. Um, it's just whether they can pay the wages for me for a four million right back. I think that is all what it will come down to. Wow. <laughs> <right there. laughs> well, well,
0: uh, well put. But is there maybe a situation in at Celtic Park? Where, bearing in mind that the money that's there, the money that's been generated the past couple of years, significant uh, Champions League money, that perhaps then, and we don't know, only the people at the club could tell us this, that is there a, a first team transfer budget and then a layered below? Like maybe, for no, example, they say, be, yeah. you know, there's four or five million quid uh-huh. set aside for players that we You've think played. are not ready to play they now, that we're not ready to give to Brendan Rodgers, but come and working at the club within a year ago and saying away. It could well be that there's a budget. I don't know but uh, that's definitely I, the, but I would site, imagine so know?
3: yeah because uh, there'll, be, like, there'll be two scouts for the youth department and there'll be first team scouts this guy that they've signed probably the youth scouts I've seen him came in and Brendan Rodgers says okay I trust you if you think he's good enough bring him in and uh, I'll have a look at him in training and then decide what to do on but um There'll be first-team scouts out there looking for a right-back. No doubt about that. Do you think they'll get a right-back in, Ken? Obviously, Brendan Rodgers has been chasing a right-back since
0: last summer. There's two or three managed to go over the line. we will still get just over 24 hours to go. Do you think they'll get
2: one in? I'll, they'll be trying, um, but I don't think Brendan Rodgers is a tight manager that will just bring in somebody for the sake of bringing somebody in. Um, they'll need to be better than what they already have there. Um, so it'll be... It's a surprise to anybody whoever comes in at the to get right-back in the next 24 hours. Um I don't even know who what right backs are available no, or that's which ones. See if you do like bring a right back
0: in. You've got guy, some guy, Brucey Dortmund's the latest one. Right. That like but
2: see if you bring
3: one. a right back in. You've then got Lustig, Gamboa, and Tony Ralston sitting no plan. Are they two not at a contract? Four right backs you'll have at the club. Hmm. Do you know what Lustig I mean? Lustig and Gamboa, I think they're at a contract in the summer, maybe. So
4: maybe they're going to just wait till the summer and then end it. it would be probably good um, financial sense, Kevin.
2: It would be.
3: Save money. The thing is, as well, Michael Lustig's a Swedish international. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's not like you've got. Ah, you need somebody you know, there's, like an, there's
0: no doubt Lustig's a quality player and, and considering he was signed in a Bosman with Neil Lennon and Johan Mialbi what seven years ago uh-huh, or something it's like that been he's been a great uh-huh. servant but again if you're assessing it and you're Brendan Rogers if there is a weak link you're probably looking at Mikael Lustig and maybe part of that reason is because the standard's been set so high in the left back area by Kieran Tierney uh-huh. you're trying to, to get somebody on a par which is going to always be, be, be very very difficult
2: if they want to get a quality right back in then their back four including goalkeeper whether it be Bain or Gordon is a very very strong back four a well balanced back four but at this minute in time the left side inward is balanced and great going that way but the right side's just lacking so I don't know what's going to happen but I, w- I would like to see a right back in but again I wouldn't like to see Sildic going and just spend the money for the sake of adding another right back who isn't going to be any better than what they've already got I mean,
4: Did Benkovic get injured? Or is he out for the season?
0: I they're, they're assessed them just now, so yeah, it could be a long term one. Well, so they, they, maybe they're bringing a centre half, half in then. I don't still know. Get, well, you've got Ayer, you've got Simon. Simonovic, I, 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 I like, There's something about Ayer I really like. I like him as well, sonny, yeah. I like, I like.
4: don't I, Even on the ball and going forward, I think he's, it's great to see a centre back driving on, especially in Scotland when teams are going to sit back. No, I really like that boy. I would like to see him get. No, he's had a great chance holiday, but I'd like to see him playing every week.
0: Right, we've we'll got the last two minutes, and we've got just over 24 hours of transfer window to go. Um, any clubs in particular in our top flight in the, the Premiership need to strengthen need to definitely get one or two bodies on, in look. and get over the line old on, club Hart, shot, Kevin? Huh? you think they're okay Hearts, you Hearts did a two? huge
2: recruitment there in the summer they, exactly. they must have signed about mm. 10 11 players or something yeah. so um, unfortunately this season I've not been up to see Hearts I'm waiting for an invite <laughs> Scott <coughs> uh, so uh, I'll I'll uh, <laughs> So I can't really comment too much in hearts, but they're very up and down, so that would indicate that they're scoring goals, I think, they seem to be all right, but it's it's the other end. So um, I'm not too sure. Sitmar and Dundee, they could debut players in just to try and give them something, to give them a chance. Hamilton, they never, ever sign players anyway, so they were around bringing some youth players through. Um, But they'll all be trying to get that bargain, because Scottish football is no lace with lots of money, so they're all trying to get a, a loan in or a... A free transfer or somebody looking to come and gain some experience. I would always use the loan market because you're getting players that can come and experience what playing first team football is really like. A point to prove. People that are hungry want to want to prove the team they've left. that. They, I want to play for your first team. So I would be looking at the loan market and seeing who can get in. But I'm pretty sure that the 12 minds are all actively trying to get somebody in.
4: Well, the biggest recruitment needed, and I must As Sports Scene and the BBC. I'll tell you right now, Michael Stewart, Stephen Thompson should be replaced and the numpty that presents the show (laughs) should be put out. And I'll tell you, Cy Ferry, Mark Wedy should host it. The the, the have created a buzz. Scottish football, the football is actually great again. This has made people love Scottish football again. That show is a disgrace to the game and I'm seriously now, a total disgrace to the game. Mark Gwedy, Cy Ferry should be hosting it and Kev, you fit or left you? No chance. <laughs> now, after the game, we're going to take you uh, to the tactics um, screen and me and you are doing the tactics with the wee bits and you know lots of people, Mark. Boy, they could come in. Uh, We've get a crowd got a crowd, proper staring. crowd in as well and it'd be absolutely bouncing a Sunday night would be the night you want to sit on your couch and watch it but at the moment in a Sunday night you would do anything not to watch it it's dross
0: well, I have to say I think sports is a right good product I do like <laughs> I do like Johnny Sillan <laughs> he does a fantastic job keep up the good work Johnny, we're all away for a pie supper are with Slaney going for, for Are a, we going for lunch? For a, <laughs> I love you on for, a, it. You for a you a lunch? We're going for a four pie We're going I'm for going a, on a pie supper and a big German uh, Frankfurt. Frankfurt. hot dog big, a big Oh, Frankfurt. quickly,
3: Matt just quickly uh, See, All serious it's no joke he's wanting to be totally serious Slaney is desperate to fall in love What about this with Ludo? I know, but Ludo, he's got <laughs> more about him than Ludo So, anyone <laughs> <laughs> interested Anyone interested Do you know, Kev you must get you must know a few
4: 27
3: years old gorgeous sexy great, Hortley, personal. no great I, I personality great personality
0: single very generous very generous, very generous. Fine, great coach you can coach your kid yep we'll drop in your sexy just keep keep an eye on the uh, the Open Goal website and Open Goal Twitter if you want to uh, set up a date with, uh, with in fact we are due, we're due a wee team day out soon with oh, Frank and, uh, and Derrick as well gone. so yes, we'll, uh, we'll keep everybody posted that right we need to go this has been the Open Goal Podcast keeping the ball on the ground in association with our friends at William Hill thanks for joining us the last 47-48 minutes have been a blast hope you've enjoyed it we'll speak to you next week bye bye
1: hey do you know what will go great with this podcast right now A scrumptious Cadbury snack Crumbly biscuit smothered in smooth, delicious Cadbury milk chocolate Oh yeah! Cadbury snack, the perfect biscuity bite for that mid-morning break Pick one up in a store today Vodafone is now Ireland's largest fibre broadband provider We've got fibre broadband here in Dublin Here in Clifton And now here We could soon be powering this podcast you're about to listen to. So you can wonder on your computer from the comfort of your own sofa. Curiosity is everywhere on Vodafone, Ireland's largest fibre broadband provider from 30 euro per month. Search Vodafone Gigabit Broadband. Terms apply. Subject to availability and selected areas. Average speeds based on Comrade Market Share data Q1 2020. New customers only. Subject to 12-month contract. Offer ends 22nd of November 2020. See Vodafone.ie forward slash fixed terms for full terms.